guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because here's the thing. Sometimes you put stuff on your to-do list. You put multiple things. And what we tend to do is we tend to do all of the easy things first. And the easy things will always be the things that don't move the needle. They're not that important. But you will feel more accomplished if you see you crossing all of these things off of your list. Like, yeah, whatever, whatever. But that's distracting you. You are distracted because you're not realizing that you are not doing the most important things. You are using all of your energy for the things that don't really matter. And now you you feel like you're not, in the long run, you're going to realize you're not really making progress because at the end of the day, when you look back, you didn't do the most important thing. You did all of the easy things first. And a lot of the easy things are not going to get you anywhere. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. How was your week love? How was the first week of the year for you? Were you productive or was it a trial run as y'all like to say? Since I can't hear you I'm going to tell you how mine was so the first week was very productive for me but it was also kind of like a test run I wanted to test some new things some new productivity methods that I had heard of or I guess I'll get into the details later but I have a saying, it's not a saying, it's kind of true, but every year of my life turns out to be the best year of my life. Like I've been saying that for the past few years now and it's honestly true. And it's not to say that nothing bad happened, I just focus on the pros and less of the cons 
And also because I can actually, because I'm a very introspective and reflective person, I can actually see the pros or the brighter side of the cons. Not to say that I wasn't hurt or it wasn't hard or anything, or I wasn't tried like one of God's strongest soldiers, which, you know, I, I, I spoke to him about that for this year and I asked him to remove me from the list. Um, so hopefully he got the message, but anyway, so basically I just tend to always look for the lesson in my trials and tribulations and I eventually learn it. So I feel how I feel, I cry, I struggle, but then, you know, I eventually look for the lesson and then it doesn't seem so bad in the long run. That's what I mean. But 2022 was a good year, but regarding my goals, there were some things that I did not accomplish completely. I may have started it, but I did not get as far as I would have liked to. And in assessing that, I realized that my method of achieving my goals or going about my goals just wasn't working, okay? Like at the end of the day, that's what it came down to. I mean, my discipline was also one of them. And that's something, you know, that's 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 a work in progress as well. But I noticed that my productivity methods and, you know, the stuff that I was doing, it, it wasn't working out. It didn't work out. So the first week of the year, I basically did a test run on a new way of being productive just to see what will happen. Like I tried to implement a few new things and they actually worked. So in this episode, I'll be talking about these things so that hopefully they can help you to accomplish some of your goals in 2023. So today's episode is going to be lighter than what you're used to you know I'm not going to be all up in your business today okay I'm not going to I'm not going to be snatching your edges today well we'll see we'll see no promises but to the best of my abilities I feel like today will be a lighter episode okay today today we're going to talk about the micro habits and the productivity methods that has not worked for me in 2022 and what has worked this past week and what are the new ones that I will be adopting to make sure that I don't take these goals into 2024 basically it's time to cross them off the list and like I said I know it's only been one week in 2023 but me testing it out I have seen amazing results and I don't think it's off of the hype of this being the first week in the year and you know the burst of motivation and all of that I think it genuinely is just better so I'm going to share that with you and hopefully you can adopt some of them as well. And this was also inspired by one of my friends, um, Jalen, her podcast, Let It Resonate. Her latest episode, I believe it was 33, she talked about like habits and systems for your goals. And I happened to see the notification when she released the episode just as I was working on my goals. So I listened and I was a bit offended because she was in my business. But anyway... 
that really reminded me because I read the book Atomic Habits and I would highly recommend it. I'm going to read it again this year. But I read the book Atomic Habits and it mentioned some of these things and mentioned the concept of habits and systems and it worked for a while, but I guess I forgot about it. So, you know, I'm going to be rereading it and I'm going to actually be applying the systems and the habits for accomplishing my goals versus just putting them down on a list or on my vision board and then not really figuring out like how to get there okay but just a quick um shout out I would highly recommend the book Atomic Habits and the 12 week year I will go into depth about these things when I start talking about the habits and productivity stuff that has worked for me and whatnot but I just wanted to get that out of the way highly recommend those books first and foremost if you need some help with getting some structure in your life around creating new habits to achieve your goals instead of going through things separately I'll just tell you what I didn't what didn't work last year and what what worked for me this week or if it was something that I started doing a few months ago and it has helped then I will also mention that so what did not work versus what actually worked and hopefully this helps you what did not work for me was putting three tasks on my to-do list each day like the major three things that I want to get done and then you know, followed by a few other small things like, let's say, if I had to, um, I don't know, do laundry and I put it on my to-do list, like, I, I would do stuff like that. So, let's, okay, so, for example, let me just be very clear because I'm all over the place right now. So, for example, I would have, like, three things to do. Let's say in relation to the podcast, I would say, number one, record two episodes number two meal prep number three create my to-do list for the week or something like that right I didn't necessarily plan out now these are three things that would be on my to-do list realistically but I didn't necessarily put all of those things on the same day right but here's what I noticed with that number one I, and it's not the method itself, it's really just my lack of discipline and time management, if I'm being honest, but sometimes I would look at the three things on my list and I would not feel inspired nor motivated, which again, do not rely on how you feel to do something, do it because it has to be done, okay? But I would look at these things and I would feel like I don't really want to do this or this seems like too much in one day and like I would be editing my to-do list on the day instead of doing stuff like crossing stuff out to make myself feel better about it not being there like I would just erase it because I use good notes on my iPad so I would ugh, I just I would try to do three things a day right and I would find myself getting maybe one or two things done and then the third one is not done and maybe some of the other small things aren't done. But long story short, I would have a relatively packed to-do list. 
but I would prioritize three things that did not work, okay? It just did not work. Yes, my discipline and poor time management was to blame, but also I just felt like it didn't really resonate with me. Sometimes I just felt like it was too much. Now, let me tell you what actually worked, what I tried last week. So last week, first week of the year, what I did was I, so there's this thing called, I think it's Pareto's principle. It's like the 80-20 rule. And basically it says that only like 20% of the things you actually do make a difference. But a lot of people tend to focus on the 80% or like the majority of the things you do would not actually move the needle. Only 20% of the things you do make a difference, but a lot of people focus on the 80% because it might be easier than the 20%, if that makes sense. So, for example, let's say you want to start a brand, a clothing brand, right? You want to sell clothes, Now, there's a lot of things you can do to make that brand successful. Your goal is to have a successful, let's say, a million-dollar clothing brand, right? And you are just starting off. Well, the rule says only 20% of what you do is actually going to move the needle. But you will probably focus on the 80%. So in reality, you will probably be thinking of things like, oh my gosh, I need a logo. What are my brand colors going to be? What kind of designs do I want to make? Oh, let me figure out how to design my website. Oh, I want to do that. At the end of the day, the most important thing that will make your business successful is having customers who want what you have, right? You need to validate your idea. You need to make sure people actually want what you have to sell. So you would have to get people to buy what you have let's say you have a few designs already like you have a few things on hand and instead of maybe posting them on your own instagram page your personal page and seeing if anybody wants it or asking people in person and validating that idea you are now focusing on a logo a website a this a that and it's like you don't even know if people want what you have so i hope that example makes sense the 20 percent getting the customers validating the idea making sure people want it and then listening to them and how they prefer to buy from you and all of that that is the most important thing that will make you have a business some people have businesses they start selling stuff they don't even have a name like my mentor who has a my podcast mentor he started making episodes for his podcast and he didn't he didn't even have a name for his podcast and he was interviewing people I procrastinated on starting my podcast for three months because I did not have a name you see what I'm saying I did not focus on what was most important so hopefully that makes sense to you so basically What I did was I thought about that principle, that concept, and I said, okay, these are my goals. What is the 20% that would actually move the needle? Like forget about all the stuff I do for vanity, like the branding and stuff like that. What would actually get me closer to this goal? 
So if I'm selling something, it means actually making sales, actually finding customers, making sure people have what people want, what I have, right? Versus the name of the store or the name of the LLC. Or if I want to grow a TikTok or an Instagram page, am I actually posting, right? Am I actually posting and taking photos or am I concerned about what the feed looks like? Does everything look cohesive? Does everything look pretty? Oh, how many followers do I have? Instagram doesn't even show your content to the people that follow you half the time. So you focusing on followers and you don't even have any content. You see what I'm saying? You need to actually post. It's the posting that's going to move the needle. But we tend to get focused on and distracted by the 80%, the other little things that, yeah, sure, it helps, but it's not going to move the needle, right? So my goal was focusing on the things that will actually move the needle. What are those things? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That was a long-winded explanation. Anyway, so what didn't work was doing three things a day and then having extra tiny tasks on my to-do list. I was doing too much. It made me feel overwhelmed. And when I didn't get everything done, it made me feel like I wasn't productive or I wasn't accomplishing things. And, you know, that did not necessarily motivate me to keep pushing forward the next day, right? So considering the principle that I just explained... This past week, I said, I am only going to put one thing on my to-do list every day. One thing. I'm going to prioritize one thing. And if there's other little things, it's going to be minor things that I can do in like five minutes or I can do passively. Like let's say laundry. If I want to do laundry today and I have to remember to do that, just a random example, I'll put laundry down, but laundry isn't something I prioritize. The main priority might be record two episodes today. But so in, so basically, with the last example I gave, instead of saying record two episodes, meal prep, do this, do that, no. All that's on the agenda today is to record two episodes. That's it. I don't put nothing else except for minor reminders one thing a day and it literally almost like I I felt so uncomfortable only putting one thing because I was like how unproductive would I be if I only got one thing done today but let me tell you something I put one thing on my to-do list and I was so incredibly productive. Like, I, because here's the thing sometimes you put stuff on your to do list, you put multiple things. And what we tend to do is we tend to do all of the easy things first. And the easy things will always be the things that don't move the needle, they're not that important. But you will feel more accomplished if you see you crossing all of these things off of your list, like, yeah, whatever, whatever. 
But that's distracting you. You are distracted because you're not realizing that you are not doing the most important things. You are using all of your energy for the things that don't really matter. And now you you feel like you're not, in the long run, you're going to realize you're not really making progress because at the end of the day, when you look back, you didn't do the most important thing. You did all of the easy things first. And a lot of the easy things are not going to get you anywhere, right? So I literally only put one thing on my to-do list every day this week, one thing, but it was the 20%, right? I considered what are my most important goals? What do I want to get done? So let's use the podcast, for example. Obviously, I have to record episodes. The podcast does not exist if I don't record episodes. So I would just put record two episodes on my to-do list for the day. And that's the only thing I have to get done. Now, I have a nine-to-five job. So I work during the day, whatever. I get done with work and I just give myself one thing to do. Instead of trying to be super focused, hyper productive, you know, just just work till I sleep and all of that. No, one thing, one thing. One day, record episodes. One day, schedule episodes. Do you not know that I scheduled all of the Clarity Corner episodes for the entire quarter in one day? I recorded all of them and scheduled all of them in one day. In one day. The old me that was trying to do three things a day could never because I would have been overwhelmed. But I gave myself one thing to do each day. And I did more than I have done for the entire month of December. This past week, I did more than I, 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 I have done in December, to be honest. By giving myself one thing, by reducing it to one thing, it's like I got it done. And when I got it done, I felt accomplished. And when I got it done early, it's like, okay, I can chill. I can watch a movie if I need to, whatever, because my to-do list is complete And I feel comfortable, I feel great relaxing and all of that. Not to say it has to be earned, but there's no guilt in doing that because I know that the one thing I did was a needle mover. It was important. It was part of the 20%. You see what I'm saying? It's going to be hard, especially if you 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 used to doing a lot like me, but I challenge you, think of the most, look at your goals Break it down, and I'm about to talk about what that means in terms of breaking it down. Look at your goals, break it down, and then think of one thing you can do, the most important thing you can do for each day, just one thing. And and guess what? When I was doing three things a day, or when I said I would do three things a day, when I put three things a day on my to-do list, I prioritized it. I was getting maybe one or two, like zero to one thing done per day in terms of the top three. The other little stuff that I put on there, the 80%, I would get those done. But I didn't make any progress because like I said, they weren't moving the needle. And I would feel like crap. But with the one thing per day, if you think about it, if you tell yourself, I'm only going to do one thing every day that will move me closer to my goal, just one thing. I'm not going to put anything else on my to-do list, just one thing, one thing. Do you not know in 30 days you will get 30 things done? 
And I'm saying 30 because the more you keep getting those things out of the way, the more encouraged you will feel, the more confidence you will feel because now you're honoring your word. You said you're doing what you said you would do. You said you would do X and you're doing X. Your to-do list is done with one thing and it's an important thing. So it's not necessarily something that's going to take you five minutes. It's something that's very important that will really help you get closer to your goal. But you're just focusing on one thing. And when you focus on one thing, it's like there is more clarity and focus that comes when you just narrow things down to one thing. And there's a book called The One Thing. And I just said that a lot of times in the the last 10 seconds. But there's this book called The One Thing, which I would also recommend. And the main idea of that book is if you try to chase two rabbits, you will catch none. So if you try to split your time, your energy, and your focus, you will get nothing done. It's better to do one thing at a time. So that also helps with that concept. And I can confirm that it has worked amazing for me. Extremely productive week. Um, But yeah, let me get into the other things because they are really good and I believe they will help you. So micro habits and stuff that I will be doing that I did this week, which has also helped. This is where the breaking down your goals comes in, right? Let me give you an example. So one of my big goals for the year is to reclaim my femininity to put it very vaguely right and maybe one day I'll do an episode talking about it um but your femininity is basically getting in touch with your emotions with who you are and you know it it has nothing to do with men let me just say this because I before I knew what it was I used to think this too so I just want to give this disclaimer so a lot of it is really working on yourself and healing, you know, certain traumas, understanding what has suppressed your femininity and yada, yada, yada. So with my goal of reclaiming my femininity, that's very vague, right? Like what, what the heck does that mean? It means a lot of things, but how do I turn that into a system? How do I create a system around that to achieve that goal? Well, let me tell you what I did this past week. I decided to coin um, the term Feminine Fridays. Or I mean, I guess it's not anything coining, but that's, that's what I decided to do. So every Friday, Friday will be my day for focusing on femininity. So looking at videos, journaling, how, I'm, how am I feeling, reflecting, you know, boundaries, that kind of stuff therapy etc etc right working on myself and reading books that talk about it so anything to do with femininity I decided to put that on Fridays and call it feminine Fridays now who knows that just might be a segment on the show I don't know we'll see let me know let me know on Instagram I don't know but that's something I'm working on personally so I created a theme day where I know that once a week on Fridays, 
whatever I do on the Friday has to be catered to femininity. It has to revolve around that subject, right? I'm not an expert on femininity, so I, I can't go too much in depth on that. But the goal is to always be learning and reflecting and journaling. I even got a femininity journal. I got a whole journal to talk about my progress and stuff like that, right? So there are certain creators that I follow like April Mason and Alexis on YouTube. They make a lot of femininity content. So I basically just dedicate my Fridays towards that. So I have a I have an entire day, a themed day of the week where it is catered to that. I also have themed days of the week that are catered to other things. And I believe it is really going to help. It definitely has helped this past week. I unintentionally have already been doing that because Mondays are my visionary days. Every Monday, and I've been doing it for the past, I think, two years now. Every single Monday, I plan my week. I review my vision board and my goals and I assess what progress I've made towards that. I assess what's going well, what's not going well and what needs to be done this week that will get me closer to that. Do what works for you. But I would encourage you to have theme days as well because when I have tried in the past to just do random things on different days, like in the example, record one episode, then do a DIY home project and I'm doing all of this on the same day, it doesn't work because it takes me out of flow. The state of mind I'm in when I have to record is different from when I have to do a DIY project or when I have to meal prep. Like you can't put all of these things on the same day. I mean, you can, but different things work for different people, okay? It doesn't work for me. So theme days is something that I would recommend and put it on your calendar. I created a whole Google Calendar spread for myself where I marked it off. So I have, like for the entire year, I have repeated reminders saying Fridays are Feminine Fridays and the other days are what the other days are. I would encourage you to try that. Make themed days for the things that are important. Furthermore, another micro habit that I will be taking into... 2023 that I have tested last week is breaking down my goals and creating different systems or weekly or daily routines that will help me achieve it. Because when you just say, okay, I want to have long, thick hair, as an example, right? okay, do you know what that means? Like, okay, like, so what are you going to do about that, right? You need to break that down. So all the things you put on your vision board, on your goals list, however you keep track of what you want to accomplish, I want you to look, put all of these things on a separate piece of paper. Yes, actually write this down. Don't do it in your head. You need to write it down and you need to physically look at it. You need to have it in front of you, Okay. Take a blank sheet of paper for each one. For each of the things you put on your vision board to achieve this year, I want you to just start making a list 
like bullet points or a map or something, whatever works for you. But write your goal at the top of the page, highlight it, put it in a box, put it in a cloud. And then I want you to start jotting down things that you can do every day or every week or every month or all of the above that will help you accomplish that goal. Let me give you an example in my personal life. So living a healthy lifestyle is one of my goals for 2023. Now, by the grace of God, I am a very healthy person, okay? However, there there is some work that needs to be done, especially at, as it relates to my flexibility. You know, I should not be sore on some days if I, like, move too much. I, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm too young for this. I'm too young for this. So in terms of my mobility, my flexibility, there's definitely some work that can be done there. But a healthy lifestyle is very broad and I want a healthy lifestyle in all areas. So let me tell you what that looks like for me and how I broke it down. So there's different things. Number one, healthy skin. Number two, my flexibility, my movement, my exercise. Number three, my diet. Let's let's just go with these three. So with a diet, for example, let's break that down. I hope you see what I'm doing. Break like get into detail of what exactly that means so healthy diet i want to have good gut health i want to increase my calorie my calorie intake i am skinny i i'll be honest i like to eat but i would be lying if i say i consistently eat three meals a day okay i just i want to do better okay but I'm not a chef, nor do I like to cook, so that's like a hurdle. And the thing is, I meal prep, but by day two, by day three, I'm tired. I'm tired. So I only do three days of meal prep max because I'm tired. I can't eat the same thing for the entire week. I don't know how people do it. It doesn't work for me, okay? And I like food to be relatively fresh. So I'm not cooking on Sunday and I'm still eating a meal that I cooked on Sunday on Friday. That's just not going to work, okay? Because I like seafood. It's not going to be fresh. So I do three days at a time. But basically, I have to come up with a new system so that I can eat three meals a day. I also have to educate myself on supplements and detoxing stuff that I can take for a healthy for a healthy gut I have to look at healthy high calorie meals and I'm going to make a whole like a binder or something with all this information so that I don't forget and I have it accessible right because my biggest thing is just not knowing and that has been holding me back and it's not an excuse anymore So one of the things that I did towards that goal is saying, okay, so next week I put one day to create my first draft of this binder. So I am going to create pages for supplements that I need to take, healthy meal prep ideas for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as well as snacks. And I'm going to be making a recipe binder. I'm going to be including information on things to take to do detoxes, like 
information on different alkaline foods and stuff like that. Like I'm actually going to create a binder to have all of this information easily accessible to me. And then another day I'm going to find healthy meal prep companies or companies that sell um, like healthy supplements and stuff like that. And some habits I'm going to be implementing is taking supplements daily, like taking my CMOS every day and working out every week, like doing cardio or going to Pilates or getting stretched or also getting massages as well, you know, for my body. And also like switching out some of the, the skincare and body care products that I use to more healthier, non-toxic alternatives. Like that's something I've actively been doing. I know that's not necessarily food, but that all of that aligns with the healthy lifestyle goal that I have. But do you see what I mean? So there are things I can do daily, weekly, monthly, etc. And that is how I'm going to achieve that goal of having a healthy lifestyle versus just saying healthy lifestyle on my, my vision board or my goals list. And I don't know what that looks like and I don't know how to achieve it. So let's say you want to save more money this year or something, right? You want to save for a home, you want to save for a big purchase, you want to budget your money, you want to save for an investment, whatever it is. What can you do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, etc. Like what are the things, what are the habits, the micro habits that you can implement to get you closer to that goal? Maybe there's other things you can do to make more money, for example. Like if it's an option, you could say, okay, every weekend or twice a week, once a month, whatever, I'm going to, I don't know, drive for Uber or deliver for for DoorDash or Instacart or something like that. Because I think these things are relatively easy to sign up for. Like you're basically a contractor. Is You know, you do it at your own time. I don't know how it works. But you could say, you know what, once a month, I'm going to do this to earn some extra money and all of that money is going to go into my savings account. Or once a month, I'm going to utilize this skill that I have and charge people for doing this service for them just once a month. Instead of every day, instead of making it an active side hustle when you barely have time already between your job, trying to get eight hours of sleep and fighting off all of these demons, you know, like not everybody has all the time in the world to just be doing side hustles and, you know, two, three jobs and some of that, you know, shout out to the people who do. Not everybody can do that. So maybe you commit to one day a month or one weekend a month and say, I'm going to drive for Uber or I'm going to offer these skills as, or services that I have for one weekend every month just one designated weekend and the extra money will go towards that savings goal that I have. You see what I'm saying? And it will be like a micro habit or routine that you have. It's not something you have to commit to every single day. Some things maybe you can only do it once a month. Or let's say, you know, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you to cut back on Starbucks or stuff like that. But let's say if you eat out every or at least one day every week, 
maybe do three weeks of eating out and say, okay, the first week of every month, I'm going to cook and acknowledge that I have food at the house. Just one, just one week. You know, like if you get Starbucks every day or every weekday for the month, challenge yourself and say, okay, the first week or the last week of every month, no Starbucks, but only for one week. And you could save that money. Like instead of cutting yourself completely off, you can do it just once a month, one week every month, and you can save that money. Or you can say, no Starbucks on Mondays, on Mondays and Fridays or Mondays and Wednesdays or whatever works for you. Maybe cut it off like two days per week, but continue doing it every other day of the week. You see what I'm saying? Like there's small changes you can make. There's small habits you can implement that will help you get closer to your goal. But you need to actually get practical with these things. You can't just put the goal there and just say, all right, universe, do what you do. You know, like, no, there's, there's, there's some work that needs to be done. So I'm saying these are the things that I have implemented this past week. I've tested it out. It has worked. I know it's not a long time frame, but I feel very good about them because it's a much better productivity system than what I've been doing. Last but not least, I have been using the Pomodoro technique off and on for the past two years, not very consistently. I don't know why, because it actually works, but I used it this past week. And like I said, I've been using it for a while and every time I use it, it works. So highly recommend. Basically, Google it. I, yeah, just Google it. But long story short, it's where you set timers to do focus work and then you also factor in breaks and it helps you focus more especially knowing that you have a break to look forward to so you work in 25 minute intervals so you set a timer for 25 minutes and you do uninterrupted work when the timer stops at 25 minutes you stop and you take a five minute break you also set a timer for that as well when a timer goes off you work in another 25 minute interval same thing after that, five minute break. And every four Pomodoros, one Pomodoro is the 25 minutes, basically. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But every four of them, you take 15 to 30 minute breaks. So you extend the breaks. Y'all, this actually works. This actually works. Now, I have modified mine here and there depending on the task because sometimes I get so focused I might need 60 minutes if I'm being honest. Like once I start doing this and I put my phone away, emphasis on put my phone away, you need to eliminate the distractions. You cannot check your phone while you're doing the Pomodoro. If you want to check your phone, you do it on the five minute break. But you work uninterrupted until it's time to get a break. Once I put that phone away, depending on what I'm doing, I can actually work in 60-minute intervals uninterrupted. And then I will take like maybe 10-minute breaks. So I adjusted based on what I'm doing. But I would highly recommend this because you get so much more done. You get so much more done. And sometimes I actually start competing with the time because if I'm focused and I don't want to stop, I 
I'm going to try to do as much as I can in 25 minutes so I don't break my chain of focus for the break. And I just end up doing so much more. So that has worked for me a lot better than me just saying, okay, it's time to do A, B, and C. And then I sit down there for hours and I don't know what I'm doing. Like once you start doing it and you time yourself, you can actually see how long you're taking and in the breaks, you can actually like regroup and refocus. Like, okay, so what did I just do in the past 25 minutes? Like there's more accountability when you do it that way. So I hope this was helpful. These are the things that have been helping me. And I have gotten so much done this past week. Even if it's one thing per day. Because it's the 20%. Man, I am light years ahead. The stuff I did this week would have probably taken me like two weeks to do in the past had I tried to prioritize a million different things because I would always focus on the low priority tasks that would be done in five minutes and not do the most important things. So try it out. Try it out. Let me know if it works. It has helped me. If you're somebody who gets distracted a lot, like me sometimes, I think it'll help you. But yeah, so... Next week, I don't know what I'm talking about next week yet, but I'm assuming I'm going to be back in your business. So today was just, you know, a little, you know, something light, something light, something to help you be productive in the new year. You know, hopping on the habits and this and that for 2023 wave that everybody's doing because it's the new year. But I wanted to share that because these things have really helped me. And I hope they will help you because we need to get our life together this year. This year is personal. It is personal. It is 100% personal. Y'all are not ready. Y'all are not ready for all I'm about to do and be this year. But anyway, I hope this helps and I will talk to you next Sunday. Guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.